Welcome back to the last episode of Self-Made May. Today we're going to be sharing with you guys a lot of great information, things about game plans and boundaries, planning ahead, and the hard conversations you're going to need to have while transitioning from life in quarantine to normal life. Dun, dun, dun. Get ready to pivot, my friends. Welcome to the Dreampreneur Podcast, a space for goal guidance, tangible strategies, and positive insight. Are you lost in a mindset that keeps you from achieving your dreams? Do you wish that you knew the steps that others have taken? What if the thing that you're most passionate about came with a paycheck? We're your hosts. I'm Alexis May. And I'm Katie Brown. Tune in weekly because we're getting real about the lessons we've learned through opening our salons and turning what started out as a side hustle into a community, a brand, a lifestyle, and so much more. We're dreampreneurs. We're here to share with you the good, the imperfect, and the ugly behind the hustle. Because it's not about the end goal. It's about the steps that you take along the journey that determines the outcome. If you're ready to work hard and get real with your personal story, pull up a chair, grab some boba, and let's start working on your dreams. All right, our friends, we hope that you guys have enjoyed our interviews from Self Made May. It was really fun to shout out some incredible boss babes that have really been making a difference in this time. And also, I have to say, it was a great learning lesson for Katie and I learning how to do interviews and how to do all the editing and all the behind the scenes stuff. And I'm so excited for the future episodes that are going to feature other people for all kinds of different reasons. Yeah. We had a lot of great people we wanted to interview in this time, but it almost just didn't seem quite right for self-made May. We were very specific with what we were looking for, for self-made May and a lot of the people that we have on our potential like interviewee list is, um, I mean, there's a lot of great people coming up in the future, but it just didn't quite fit our theme. So we actually came up with like a little twist, which what we're going to get into, but has anybody else just felt like the past couple of months have been like the craziest time warp of all time? It's kind of like when you look back and you're sitting there and you're like, wait, did that just, did that just happen? Right. Did all that just happen? Right. Because especially for us, because yeah. today- Right now, we're recording this episode right after we found out that salons can reopen in Orange County. So we're just over here partying and celebrating. I'm, I'm really loud right now. So I'm sorry if I'm loud on your earbuds right now. I'm just like, well, first of all, I just got my first ticket of my life oh, driving no. here. Yeah, tell um, <laughs> I got it. Oh, I got a ticket for texting and driving you guys. She wasn't driving. I was at a red light. And I was on my phone and I look over and a cop looks directly at me and I was like, oh. Was the phone brother. in your hand? or was Yes, it-, it was in my hand. Uh, I've heard that if it's on your dash, it's a little bit different. Like, Yeah, nope. It was in my hand. So <laughs> anyways, that was bad. I normally don't do that. But salons are opening tomorrow. So it's like chaos time and, you know, just all that excitement. But we really want to end this month out with a fun twist, which is what we're going to do today. And we know that you guys are self-made. A lot of you guys listening, most, I'm going to say the majority of you are stylists in network marketing, uh, own your own businesses, or you're like, I really want to do this, but I don't know how yet. And you guys are just listening. And, you know, we're, we've been really learning how to pivot in this time. We've had a lot of ups and downs. I'm not even kidding you. The text messages that have gone between Katie and I and our friends have just been all over the place. And We've had to adapt. I know you have. It doesn't matter if you're working or not. 
you've had to adapt in the past two months. And as all of this is opening, we want to go back to work. And again, we're going to have to pivot because it's going to look different. This isn't normal. And, you know. Yeah. You pivot for quarantine and you're like, whoa, this has never happened before. And you have to navigate all these new things. And then guess what? Now we're having to pivot again. And who knows? We're going to have to pivot again, maybe in the fall. Who It just, we don't know. But what we do know is that this episode is going to help you transition with what is to come. And we also know that what we're feeling, you guys are feeling as well. And if we're able to help you with how we handle the situations in this time, we're stoked to do that. So today, because we know how stressed we are with all the changes that are coming up, not only in our salons, but going back from working our at-home business pretty much full-time throughout quarantine and then going back into the salon, it's like, oh my gosh, we're going to have to learn how to balance all of this. Like we've built so much in this time of quarantine and we've gotten into these amazing routines. Uh, now we're going to have to- And switch. now you have to get out of it. It's all, okay, you did that well. Now let's pivot. And honestly, yep. I think it's a really good lesson for, and I'm never downplaying anything of that we have experienced through this because uh, I'm sure for a lot of people, it's been a very tough journey. But learning how to pivot in business, I think is a huge, huge, amazing lesson because there are a lot of businesses that do not know how to pivot and their business goes under. We want to learn how to pivot well because this isn't just the only thing that we're going to have to be pivoting during. It's just going to yeah. be showing up in different ways. So we want to be able to take you guys into this new space that I know a lot of people that are listening in, whether or not your state has opened all the way or not, we want to take you into this space and give you guys some great ideas of how to go back into your business and really kill it. Yep. We've brainstormed a lot of different things that we're going to be sharing today to mentally and physically prepare you for your business and your finances as well. But first, we're going to break the ice a little bit. Uh, what are you learning in your life right now, Katie? <laughs> well, I feel like we've learned all this to be able to help you guys, the listeners. Yeah. But I was thinking about what I'm learning right now. And it's going to, I'm going to kind of take you guys back to when we did our Enneagram episode. So you guys remember how I was a seven? I just discovered I paid to take the $12 Enneagram Institute test. Okay. Because oh. I needed to know. I'm like, everything that I read about a seven, there were some things that were very specific to me. And then there were some things that weren't. And I'm like, this doesn't resonate with me at all. So hmm. I decided to take the official official test. Okay. And it took me like forever to take it, but I took it. And 500 questions later. Yeah, it was so long and so detailed, but I'm equally a seven and a three. So I'm learning. Interesting. Yeah, the result said you're equally a seven and what a the three. crap does that mean? That means I'm a little bit of a little bit of both. So I just have to take what I need from each mm -hmm. number, and that's what I am. And it's so accurate. So I don't know if you if you've had um, you can commonly get mistyped with your enneagram. Yeah. So I'm learning about the enneagram right now. I'm learning that that's actually way more helpful than I thought it was, and I'm learning about people's numbers and what they are. And pretty much every time I meet somebody now, if they've taken the Enneagram test and that comes up in conversation, I'm like, what number are you? Like, I just found out one of my girls on my team is a one and I've never met a one before. So I'm like, okay, 
I'm learning all about her and it's just kind of cool too. Well, yesterday at my house, my brother and his girlfriend came over and they both took their Enneagram test. (laughs) I asked her, I was like, what number are you? Because I'm getting to know my brother's girlfriend. And it's so funny. She actually just so happens to be the same number as me. She's a three, two. So, and then my brother took his Enneagram and um, learned out that he's a two, one. So it was fun listening and doing all that I am telling you guys Enneagram is so much fun and you're never going to hear us not talk about it because it is really exciting it's very helpful I think it's so helpful it's helped me to realize like one of the things I was reading about this morning was um that Enneagram sevens will serve everybody and make sure everybody's content and like happy and like almost as if here's an example serving cake. You serve everybody cake. Everybody gets their, their um, piece of cake. Everybody's happy. And the seven looks around is like, everybody's happy. Okay. I'm going to take a little extra for myself. Like, <laughs> I was like, I totally do do that. Like, I was not <laughs> expecting that. I was expecting you to look down and be like, I don't have any cake. No, it's like, okay. You're like, oh, good job. Good job, Katie. Treat myself. <laughs> it's just like one of the, I mean, it's not a bad trait, but it's just, um, it's an interesting thing. Like, yeah. I totally do do That's that. That's so funny. It's really interesting. I love that. Well, for me, what are you learning? Yeah. good gosh, I don't know what I'm not learning right now. Honestly, I, since a lot of you guys know, I have two kids. I think my biggest thing is I'm learning how to try to like gracefully walk through all of this with my daughter. Cause this has been very hard on her as far as the, um, the impact of what it means to not be around friends and not be around people, that part of it is very hard for her. And I find myself often really frustrated with her going through all of this of being cooped up. So I'm really having to learn how to deal with that and not be angry or frustrated and how to help her understand and just, I mean, she's three years old, you guys. So she's a little tough cookie already. And then when you take her away from, you know, that side where she's able to be around people, it's really tough for her. Mm -hmm. So if you guys have kids and they're younger and they're kind of not really understanding this, I feel you on that. And I'm just having to kind of learn how to deal with her and learn how to um, not get angry. And you guys, I'm not a perfect mom. I yell at my kids. I have to apologize. Nobody's I do. Perfect, yeah. You know? But it's like when you get into this space where you see yourself not be the person that you normally are and you're tested that strong, it's hard. So mm-hmm. I've really been learning a lot with her. And I mean, everything else I'm learning, but definitely <laughs> how I can communicate well with her, treat her well. And I'm actually pretty proud of myself because I did get mad at her one day and I had to apologize to her. And and that's something that I always wanted to do with my children because we're not perfect as adults. We're not perfect as parents. And um, I was very glad to see that, like, I was able to do that with her and it meant a lot to her. So we're just growing that. in that space. And um, I'm not going to be perfect in that space, but I am definitely learning yeah. what to do and what not to do. So we're always learning something, but it's cool to be aware of what you're learning, especially in the different times in life like this. Yes, for sure. Now we're going to dive into real quick before we get this episode going, the review of the week. And it's a lovely review written by uh, Katie Prescott. The title of her review is love with an exclamation point. I have listened to every episode so far, and I'm just eating up their words with a spoon. Thank you, Katie and Alexis, for not just the great content, but also the belly laughs and now the need for boba, which we're currently drinking. (laughs) 
Alexis gives you the sound effect. <laughs> it kind of got caught in my throat though. So, <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. We're going to dive on in. So many of you have been working your booties off at home. I know a lot of people have been diving into home businesses or trying to do their normal businesses by pivoting and doing some stuff at home while you can and you're trying to adapt. And I'm sure there's a lot in the back of your mind where you're like, you know, this will come to an end at some point. So you're trying to take advantage of that time while you can. So what you need to do is ask yourself, what's changed during this time? this time of quarantine, what have you learned? Like the question that we asked ourselves in the beginning, what are you learning right now? And what have you learned in the past couple months? What have you changed or implemented in this time that you want to have stick? If you have a workflow for your network marketing business or your at-home business, or maybe that hobby that has become a business since quarantine, how are you going to be able to maintain that? Do you have a weekly workout routine that you want to continue? family dinners or walks around the neighborhood that you're like, you know what? This is nice. We shouldn't stop doing this when quarantine is over. Our first key point is going to be covering game plans and boundaries. Time is more valuable than money. You can get more money, but you cannot get more time. That's a famous quote by Jim Ron. What will your life and your schedule be like when you go back to work? If you create your own schedule, it's time to get some game plans and boundaries set into play. I love boundaries. If you guys have ever talked to me, I love boundaries. And why? It's because I run multiple businesses and I have children. If I don't have boundaries and game plans, I would be a hot mess, okay? I already have a little bit of a craziness of a hot mess. So I think one of the most important things to do – now, when I'm at the salon, I have set work hours, and I actually stick to them. For me, I go in normally at 10, and I'm off by 6. I'm not the stylist that you're going to hear being like, oh, I'll come in for you a little early. I'll stay super, super late. That's just not me because I have to respect the fact that I have a family, I have children, and I have a business. And whenever I put that into play, my clients respect that. So they expect me to have a set boundary. So when it comes to working from home, though, this is where it's more of a struggle for me. But I think the important thing is to set your work hours and your non work hours. Because when you're at home working on your computer and doing all these different things, there is a time where you need to check in and a time where you need to check out. Your business is not running 24-7. It doesn't matter if it technically is going 24-7, like an online something or another. You need to have time where you're not being that person that's texting clients at nine o'clock at night or something like that. You need to have a actual schedule because you need downtime. You need time to put your phone and your computer away and actually be you and not be constantly stuck to that. And the only one who can set this up for is yourself. The next thing that I would say, and this one might be hard for some of you guys, wake up. And I'm talking about going into your new, your new schedule, your new routine. Wake up an extra 45 minutes earlier, or if you're a night owl, stay up 45 minutes later. What can you get done in this time? The reason why I share this is because for me, I wake up early in the morning. I'm the morning girl that like wakes up and I'm like, the sun is shining and the birds are singing and people will look at me like they kind of want to kill me a little bit. 
but I know that I'm a morning person. I always She's oddly have been. a no coffee kind of girl. I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, no coffee. That <laughs> stuff makes me jittery. I'll drink boba, but I mean, I don't even get that at that early in the morning. It's just, I was just like raised that way. I grew up in a surfing family. You woke up at five o'clock in the morning to go surfing. It's forever ingrained in my head. And I just love the mornings. So I wake up early and a lot of people ask me, how do you get all this stuff done, Alexis? How are you doing Instagram? How are you doing all this stuff? It's because I get up early before normally before the baby is awake and I'm able to get stuff done while Willow's drinking her juice, doing all that. I have 45 minutes to myself to do that before I put the phone down because remember, I have work time and I have I need to take care of my family time and it kind of goes in and out, but I put my phone down and I get my kids breakfast, all that type of stuff. Katie has texted me and you know, I'm like, hold on one second. I got morning time, breakfast, all this stuff. So I'm going to wake up a little bit earlier. If you're a night person, stay up a little bit later so that you can get stuff done during that time. Yeah. It's like a routine that you've set into play. Like every morning, (laughs) you can count on it. Every morning before seven, Alexis has a post out. Like it's, it's something that these steps of consistency of showing up have created her routine. So if you haven't created a routine yet, incorporate that 45 minutes in, whether that's in the morning or at night. I think it's easier in the morning because you're more alert and you're more fresh, but really just depends. And when people say, oh, I don't have the time. I don't have the time. That's an excuse. That's a complete excuse. We all have the same amount of hours in the day. Every single person, every single person, Oprah, same amount of time as you. Beyonce? Okay? Same amount of time, of time as you. It just depends on how um, how how you spend it. How you prioritize mm-hmm. that time. So the next thing that I would say is to set up a daily task list or a weekly task list. Give yourself a doable workload and don't switch between the tasks. One of the things that we learned from Hannah Murphy when she was on our podcast, which is part of our self-made May, is, and we both had like aha moments. Katie and I looked at each other like, whoa. (laughs) And it was the fact that you need to have a task list. And this is something that I've shared on my Instagram that I share with you guys. Wednesdays are my at-home work day where I literally the whole entire day I'm working from home. So what I do is I have a to-do list. And this is if I have to go grocery shopping, if I have to go to the post office and drop something off, if I need to record a tutorial, if I like tomorrow, for instance, I'm going to be rescheduling all of my clients. So I have that on my to-do list tomorrow. And here's Mm -hmm. the thing. I give myself a doable to-do list. And then of course I have stuff that I need to get done for the week, but Wednesdays are really my day that I get all this stuff done. So what I love that I learned from Hannah is to turn my phone on silent to put that away and to focus on my emails, mm-hmm. to focus on the one thing that I need to do because I'll have like squirrel tendency. Yep. Me too. We do. Yeah. We'll be like, Oh no, I have to book this for this client. And then, Oh no, this person needs help with this. And you just get off and then you sit there and I sit. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just me. I'm like, what was I doing? What, what was that? <laughs> I mean, that's how it is when you're multi-passionate, when you have so many different things going on. I mean, we've got the salon, we have the podcast, we have our um, community. So it's just so many different things, but I I don't know. I think that you're doing it right. And that's when we lead into our next step, which is time blocking. Yes. So Katie loves time blocking. I don't remember what I was going to say. I totally forgot what I was going to say. Dang it. it. (laughs) Well, I remember how Hannah had told us in the episode, and I'm sure if you guys listened, you remember this too, because this was our biggest takeaway. Um, I find myself all the time getting a text message when I'm texting somebody back. I'll click the new text message, forget to text that other person back. And it is, you have to just finish that one task before you move on to the next. And that's 
that was my most huge takeaway from Hannah's thing. Yeah. And now that I'm aware of that, I find myself all the time like, okay, no, no, no. Stay focused on this one task. It's been so helpful. And the reason why it's helpful is because you're able to stay more productive when you're working on one thing and you're not switching tasks all of the time. Complete that one thing. It's kind of like when we're in school and you have different blocks at school. I mean, I was homeschooled, but Mm -hmm. even then I didn't sit here and work on my science for a minute and then work on math for a minute and then work on this for a minute. It was specific tasks so I can have my mind all in the game for that. So if you are someone that's multi-passionate, I love that word so much, Katie. Mm -hmm. Um, If you are someone that does that, you need to make sure that you're time blocking out your day. So you have your to-do list and then you just need to work on one thing at a time and then time block. Give yourself that block where I, what I do for typically I just have like a lunch break and then I'll have like a break where I go out and like play with the kids for a minute because I have a nanny at my house. So I'm able to give myself little breaks so that I'm not exhausted and frustrated because I've been working for so long. Um, and then for lunch, I specifically go out and I put, you guys will hear me say that I'll go and watch TV and I have to put my phone down because I'm one of those people where I'll sit there and I'll just keep working. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, no, 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 no. Put your phone down, go watch Vampire Diaries or lately I've been watching Poldark because the last season's available on Amazon Prime. So I go and I eat my lunch and I'll watch the TV or I'll go outside and watch the baby swim, whatever it is, and then go back to work. So set your day up so you can maximize your productivity. I know I'm just telling you this, but let me tell you when you implement this into your life, I don't care if you're like, I'm not a list person. Well, okay. There's probably a reason why. And if you're saying you're not a list person, you're probably taking up way too much time and having a struggle with this. Mm -hmm. So you need to implement something like this with daily tasks. So you're not forgetting, you're not wasting your time and you're able to really maximize your business and love your business because you've got all this stuff done Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, that was a good day. If there's one thing I've learned with time blocking, it's that you actually get so much more quality of life because you're able to block out the time that you get to enjoy. So literally in my days, I have time blocked out for my husband. I have time blocked out for a workout. And now I'm able to do those things because I've created space for it. So creating space leads into our next key point, which is planning ahead. And I'm sure that you're listening to this and you're like, well, duh, Katie, like we have to plan ahead. But no, I mean, now you have to plan ahead more so than ever. And you're going to be planning ahead in things like preparing your social media posts. I mean, we've talked about this in the past before and the importance of that. But I want you guys to really get preparing. I mean, I'm not sure how much time you have left before you go back to work or if you're already at work. But in your next spare time, you need to schedule this. You need to schedule time to create your content and collect your content. So things that you can be posting in the future. I know for for me, for tomorrow, I already know what I'm going to be posting for the Dreampreneur podcast, for my own personal Instagram, for my salon's Instagram, because I don't have time to do that in the morning before I leave for the salon. And tomorrow is going to be a very busy day being that it's our first day back in the salon. Um, I know, just <laughs> exhale real quick on that. <laughs> but how can you collect your content right now? So sometimes if the lighting is coming in perfectly in my kitchen, I'm like, oh, dang, this lighting is good. And I, you know, will grab my white poster board. I'll grab a couple of my products. I'll throw in some leaves and get a quick flat lay. And that can be something that I use for the future. I also want you guys to think about how you're going to be preparing for your next few months because next week is next month. So how are you going to be ending quarter two of the year? 
And then what are your goals for quarter three and for quarter four? What are you going to make happen for the rest of 2020? And I know that this year has already gone by so fast. We've had that whole time warp kind of feel. We're already almost in June. The years were at six months into the year. You still have half the year, you guys. Wait, what? It's almost June? <laughs> I know. It's, what? It's so crazy. I'm sorry. I thought it was just February. I know. It, well, it was. And then we went in quarantine. And it's just, yep. it's literally like, Almost like somebody took an eraser to the past couple months and just messed up all of our plans. Yeah. But you have to you have to still plan for Q3 and Q4. What are you going to make happen for the rest of 2020? Set your intentions. And we want to give you guys some goal setting. So go back to writing out those three to five goals of what you want to have happen in the next quarters. I... Yesterday, actually, I was – no, this morning. I can't remember what day it is. <laughs> All the days are just blending yeah. together. <laughs> this morning, I know one of the things that um, – it's actually going to be the next point that Katie talks about, but I was kind of setting up for what m- June was going to look like yes. for us. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, I have obviously my personal goals, and I write them in my planner. So every month what I've started to do is I write down – if I'm trying to hit a rank in my network marketing business, I'm writing that down. This month I hit um, the rank that I'm going to, or sorry, for June, for June. I already pre-forecasted it. I wrote down what rank I want to be. I wrote down two girls that I want to see hit a rank in my on my team. I wrote down um, what I'm going to save that month. I wrote down like all these different little things. And it's, I always say three to five. Mm-hmm. And so you already did that for June. I already did it for June. I set my intentions this morning for June. And it's because I was looking at what I had set for this month. Mm-hmm. And in my little three to five tasks, there's only one thing that I haven't hit. And that's trying to hit a specific ring for the end of this month. And I'll be going and grinding on that until the very last mm-hmm. minute. But it's amazing because when I started to set those intentions mm-hmm. for the month and give myself a month goal, Every single time I looked at my planner, we've talked about this. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. And what's amazing is that I've started to manifest that that's going to happen. And it does. And it does. Yeah. So, and maybe not everything's going to happen, but guess what? You just move that goal to the next month. So my June is already set up and I'm excited to see what I am going to be intentionally working on because it's already in my brain. That's going to take a focus Mm -hmm. in that month because it's almost like it's your monthly focus. Mm -hmm. Well, as a hairstylist, one of the things that I've taught my assistants and my other stylists on my team at the salon is that you are only as good as your next month. So when I started thinking about how I built my salon business and how I built my clientele, I was like, you know what? You're only as good as your next month. So then I started to incorporate that into the podcast, into the community. And I'm like, you know what? If I can plan things for our community for the next month. And if I can plan things for the podcast the next month, it's only going to be that much more successful. So it's all about, and I know that we're telling you, you have to plan and you have to time block, but you have to time block time to plan. It sounds crazy, but you actually have to take, figure out when you're going to plan your schedule. So that's going to take you some time. It takes me about 30 minutes to sit down, look over my schedule and say, okay, so for this next month, I have you know, it's a, it's an empty sheet of paper. How am I going to fill it up? What is going to bring the most value to my community and my team? Am I going to do a game night? Am I going to do a team training? Am I going to, you know, collaborate with another person and when and where is that going to happen? I've also said this on the podcast before, if you don't schedule it, it won't Mm -hmm. happen. And it's so true. And I'm going to add to this. 
If you start planning your day, you guys, this is why it's important. Not every single thing that you do every day is going to be income producing activities. Okay. If you're filling up your day with all these things that are technically not going towards producing income or enjoying your life, you're wasting your time because it should be one of the other. Okay. You should be obviously working to like earn the life that you want and then also enjoying your life. So if you're wasting all this time, either like scrolling or, you know, doing dumb stuff. And I say dumb stuff because like, I find myself doing things that I'm like, this is not doing anything. What did I just do with that time? Again, enjoy time and income producing activities. When you start seeing what you've done through the days where you have that time to do it, it really starts to create like an aha moment where you're going to get more done because you've set those intentions. You know exactly what you're going to do. You've already planned for it. And if this is something where you're like, I've never done this ever before in my whole entire life, it's fine. You're just going to start and you're going to get better and you're going to create that system for you of whatever it looks like. For you, it's going to be so different from what Katie and I do, or maybe it's really similar, but you just need to figure out and prepare for that and start at a little bit and then move yourself into just kind of perfecting that system for yourself. Yep. 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 And then the last thing with planning ahead, I want you guys to get prepared for what it looks like to go back to your business, to go back to work, whatever. Um, if you own your own salon per se, you're going to need more quad sanitization solution. You're going to need more gloves. You're going to need all of your supplies. If your salon's been closed and you have no idea what you have and you started rebooking people, start looking through that list of like, what colors do I need for these people? And making sure that you have everything that they need for like what they're trying to achieve for their hair goals. If you are going back to your full-time job, and you've gotten into the flow of going to the grocery store and you're on a healthy diet routine, you need to write out lists of what you buy at the grocery store So and communicate with your spouse, which we're going to be talking about later in the next key point, but like literally getting prepared, getting your supplies physically ready for when you do go back. Start prepping some frozen dinners, whatever you need to do. These things need to be set into play now because things are starting to reopen, obviously. I'm going to go back to the prepare for what the future looks like because Katie and I just did something where in June, we have all of our team trainings for our network marketing business set up because I think for us, this is going to be the hardest part of our pivot mm-hmm. because we've had so much time to focus on our at-home focus business and build. Yeah. that we're like, oh, we could just do this and do that and do that and whatever because we have more time. But going back and working in the salon two to three days a week, I know Katie works three, I work two to three. So we're we're having to refocus our energy into juggling now both of those businesses. So we're going we're going to do something different for June. We actually already have a schedule set up for all of our trainings for our network marketing business. So mm-hmm. I've reached out to two of my girls and then I have one of my personal trainings on there. And then Katie already has her girls set up for the month. And because we have our crew where we actually do it all together. We have all these trainings set out for the month. And now we're actually going to have a monthly post where our team can go on and find all the trainings for that month. And I think this is going to be so helpful because people are going to be able to look at that, schedule in that time, figure out if they can watch it, if they're going to have to watch a replay. And then also we already know it's not going to be like, oh crap, what are we going to do next week? It's already there, good to go. So we have that set up for June. So honestly, for me, you guys, especially because I had a feeling we were going to be going back in June, I was like, man, this is just, it's so much more off of my plate. So if you have a team where you do stuff, if you're in network marketing, 
really look into how can your team come into it? If you haven't done it already, how can they be a part of it? How can they do training? So Mm -hmm. it's a lighter load on you and you can delegate that out because I'm not a good delegator and doing this, man, I feel so much more confident going into June. Well, and I'll also tell you, I mean, just having the girls in our community step up to the plate and step into leadership, like literally looking at your, your people on your team and ask, seeing like, where are they strong? What are they very good at? And the, their strengths able, yeah, and their, their strengths gifts and that, their they gifts. Can sh- that they can bring to the community. And then I tell them, what kind of class or training do you think that you could do based on your strengths and your gifts. And that gets them really excited mm-hmm. about those things. And then by them stepping into leadership, how do you, how do you learn best? You learn best by teaching others. So not only does it take the weight off of you, but it gets them into the flow of coaching and taking like stepping into leadership, which makes everybody feel important and loved and good and growing outside of your comfort zone. So it's a win, win, win. <laughs> My girl Bailey just did one today and it was amazing. She did so good and I was so proud of her. And to see her step into that was such a beautiful thing. And not only is it that you're going to be like learning and growing, but when that person is able to do that, it's going to grow their business and it's going to grow their team into doing it. And guess what happens when you have a business that's working for itself, your people that know how to step into that leadership because you're putting that onto them, you can take a day off and your business isn't going to fall apart because you already have things set up. You already have things pre-planned and your girls are stepping into leadership. Girls and guys. Girls and guys. <laughs> Sorry. We just say girls because the majority of people that are listening are women, but guys, we, we got, see we got you a too. little bit. We yeah. see you on our, on we our see staff. that 9%. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next step. The next thing that we want to talk about is going to be the hard conversations. This is something really important, and this is going to be conversations with ourselves and with people around us because you got to talk to yourself too. And one of the biggest ways that you need to have a hard conversation is to reframe the way that you speak to yourself. I'm a three on the Enneagram, you guys. I talk to myself in the most negative, critical, harsh ways, and I have to be really careful to be gentle with myself, to remember like the things that I've gone through, the things that are important to me, what I have done, and I need to create space and time for myself, but it's just the way that I'm basically like mentoring my own self in my head. And it's interesting because now that I've done a lot more mindset work, I never knew before I did mindset work that it was important the way that I talk to myself. We're going to go back into this and you guys, we're not going to all go in with like gold medals and be like, wow, you pivoted so good. High five self. No, this has been really hard for me trying to figure out how I'm going to reschedule all my clients, how I'm going to do all of this. You guys, it has been so difficult. And in my head, I'm like, Alexis, you're procrastinating. You're procrastinating. You're procrastinating. And really I'm not procrastinating, but that's me being harsh on myself because I'm not like, here's the solution to your problems, Alexis. It's Alexis, give yourself a break. You need to just chill and wait for that time. And that time was today. And thank goodness I had already planned to kind of try to start working on that tomorrow because tomorrow's my Wednesday and I was going to like start reaching out to clients and I had no idea what I was going to reach out to them about. But guess what? I gave myself that time and I stopped talking to myself critically and being like, man, you suck at this, Alexis. What were some of the critical things that you say to yourself about your schedule? Um, I think I think it's just like, 
I'm a systems person. So for me, it was not having the system and not knowing what to write out where I'm like, why can't you just figure this out? Why, mm-hmm. why don't you just get this? Like the, Alexis? The, the templates that you would t- send to your clients. Like yeah. that was hard for you to formulate. Yeah. Something. Well, and okay. also not knowing how we're going to go back. Mm-hmm. Am I going to be able to double book? How am I going to reschedule my clients? Is this person going to be okay with coming in? Are we going to have to do this? Are we going to have to do that? And it was like, Alexis, why don't you know this? When it's like, uh, hello, nobody knows this. Yeah. So you need to chill. Mm-hmm. So I have to be really gentle in the way that I talk to myself and also kind of like go back and be like, Alexis, um, hello, <laughs> you just need to realize you're going to be okay. It's going to be fine because I have people that are depending on me to get their hair done. So I'm like, ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. I'm telling you, you guys, my inside my head is an interesting place. Okay. Inside all of our heads is an interesting place, but I think you handled it very gracefully. Thank you. And you know, one of the things that we kind of did was we worked together in this time with those conversations that we had. And I mean, there were so many times throughout this quarantine that I cried and hit rock bottom. And I just thought, oh my gosh, like what is happening? And I still kind of like, it's not all over yet. No, it's not over. We're still definitely just dipping our toes back into the water, but definitely remember to be gentle with yourself and remember to create space and time for you when you need it. Yeah. And going into the next thing, remember to give yourself that time. Like I said, for the things that matter most to you, one of the things that I was actually talking to someone about uh, today was she has in her state, she just got herself rebooked and she heavily rebooked herself, like overbooked herself. A lot of stylists are going to do this right now and they're going to hit burnout. I know that you guys are going to want to do that. And you guys have to remember abundance mindset, Mm -hmm. abundance mindset. Well, and then remember if you, if you book yourself like crazy right now, all those people are going to need to get back in like crazy in six weeks. You've got to space it out. Yeah, you have to. And just communicate with people That way you're able to walk back into whatever business it is that you're doing your best and you just thank them for their patience because you're already going to claim that they're going to give you that patience. People, for me and Katie, yes, people want their hair done, but we are communicating with them and they know this is our livelihood. This is paying for my kids' food. This is paying for my rent. This is paying for all that stuff. So you need to remember that you need time during this. And you need that time to build the dream of your life, like the dreams of your life. You're not in this to just like work like crazy and then pass out every single day. You want to enjoy that life. And I'm sure over quarantine, you probably had some thoughts and some things that shifted for you. And you were like, you know what? There's some things that I need to work on that will secure me later down the road or get me closer to the ultimate goal, the ultimate dream. Don't lose sight of that just because you're going back to the daily life and the daily routines and, and all the things that come with life and stress. Don't lose sight of the ultimate goal. And I know a lot of the girls that do listen to this podcast, they come from our network marketing business. We have a lot of people that come from our specific company and there's a lot of people that just joined the business during this quarantine time. And then they're going to go back to regular life. So you need to know two things. First of all, You're taking a new business into your old life, okay? And you're going to have to figure out how to balance that, and that's going to be tough, and it's going to be a challenge. Don't ever tell yourself it's hard because it's not hard because what did we just learn? Time is basically 
everyone has the same amount of time, but you have to, you have to shift your priorities, but make sure that you're not hopping from quarantine time to back to, I'm going to do air quotes, normal life time. And then just forget about that business. Forget about those dreams that you had with it. You're going to have to figure out, and it's going to be challenging how those two things are going to work together. And then not only that, if you're over stressing yourself, you're going to like, hit that burnout, like Katie said. So if you're new to this business and, or you have new people on, if you have new people coming on, be graceful with Mm -hmm. them, give them the, the benefit of the doubt that they're still doing this business. I have girls that I know that are going to be going into this and are probably going to be stressed out and trying to figure out how to do all of this Mm -hmm. move into that time and just see how you can support them. How can I help you? How can I support you? How can I, you know, help you maybe manage that time, whatever it looks like. So if you do do network marketing, please remember those two things. Like Mm -hmm. this is going to be a challenge for us all, but remember we're all in this together, especially if you have that, that team that you're trying to build. Yeah. And that's where it really comes down to the hard conversations and the communicating Every good relationship, whether that's with your spouse, your partner, your best friend, your podcast mate, like it doesn't matter, your team, whatever, you need to communicate with them. Communicate with your clients, with your teams, your staff, and like let them know, yeah, like you're there for them and that you're able to help them and offer them, you know, whatever they need, but also let them know what you're going through and what you're up what to. your schedule is. <laughs> yeah, so too. that way yeah. your girls on your network marketing team and in your community aren't like, um, hello, Alexis, where did you go? Yep. I need your help. And Alexis is slammed at the salon all day. So remember to keep people in the loop in this time. Group chats are great for that. Um, but more importantly than your community and the group chats and all the people is your family and your partner. Um, and if you're single, you don't have to worry about this. I mean, just communicate with your people and your team and your family and your You good. need to communicate to yourself. You need to communicate <laughs> to yourself. But if you do have a partner, like this is the biggest thing for my husband, Billy and I, like I will get so wrapped up in my work and all the passion projects that I have going on that it's almost like I forget sometimes to talk to him and tell him what my goals are and where I'm at with my goals and how he can help me achieve those goals. And then also listening to him and what his goals are and how we can best time block our schedules together. So we have that time. I know I've said it before in previous episodes, like usually every night we kind of sit down and we talk about our days the next day and try to plan when we can hang out together. I mean, through quarantine, we kind of lost that. We lost that routine because we were always together. But it's important to let them know where you need help in order to accomplish the goals. So like for me, one of the things I can't do anymore, I can't go to the grocery store. I don't have time for it. It's not a part of my schedule. I don't have time to go to the store and I don't have time to cook really which is fine with me because yeah, it's, it's, it's not <laughs> off my back. But my husband has really stepped up the game because I told him, you know, one of the ways that I'm going to be able to accomplish all the things that I need to accomplish is by taking this out of my schedule. Can you take this on for me? And if he couldn't, that's okay. We would have figured out something else, but he was able to, and that's helped me so much. So what would help you with this new routine that you're falling into with your spouse? I mean, we're, you're in a partnership for a reason. So remember that your partner is who you're in a partnership with and to communicate with them. And they're not going to know 
what you have going on, what you're trying to achieve, unless you are communicating that and also sharing that time. I have children. I talk to a lot of women that have children and they're trying to figure out how to balance these at-home businesses. And it's like, listen, you got to talk to your husband. You got to talk to your partner and be like, this is what I need from you. This is why. This is what I'm trying to achieve. And I need your help with these kids so I can take care of this business so I can do X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. So go in and say, listen, I need your support with this. And you just need to make it a thing. Mm -hmm. Make it a thing. It just needs to get set in stone that your husband knows what's up. He knows ahead of time. So that way you're able to do it. And there's no mom guilt. There's no any of that. (laughs) There's no wife guilt. But you can step into that and have that time and walk away, you know, and go back out. This is what I do. I'll go in and I'll do an onboarding with my team or I will go do a training or something like that. And then I go back out and my husband does the same thing. He has made dinner and it's like dinner time. And I'm like, we're very blessed to have amazing partners for sure. But yeah, the more you can communicate, the better. And that's that's with everybody. Think about how much better it will be for you when you formulated some kind of draft or template or message that you can send out to your clients or the people that you have waiting on a response from you that want to hear from you. I mean, that's one of the best parts about social media is you can put out a message to everybody really quick to your clients. This Katie's is doing it at the to... beach with a really cute picture. <laughs> we were at the beach earlier today and we got the word of the salon's reopening. And I was like, okay, do I have a picture of me at the salon that I could post? That's like, Oh, reopening and it just worked out and then my friends Alexis and Natalie were like how did you do that so fast I'm like I had it ready to go it's in my I'm my juggling like a kid that's eating sand and rocks and all that stuff and Katie's got a post up <laughs> you gotta be proactive you gotta get ready for it I mean you know we're just we're learning as we go and as we learn we want to share with you because I mean it's a stressful time it's it is, it's stressful. So we're here to help and we're here to get things kind of get your mind in a going in a way of setting things into play because the more you have set up, the more successful you'll be. And that's what we want for you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in again. We love connecting with you guys on Instagram. We love seeing your story reshares. I know Katie and I will get like a reshare and it's just so exciting to know more and more people are tuning in. Mm-hmm. We see our, our numbers going up on the podcast every single week and it just means so much to us. We're so excited that you're here. We're so excited with how Self Made May went. It was really cool to just really shout out all those women that were doing awesome things for others during this time. And we have an announcement coming for the month of June. So stay tuned for that announcement on next week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to the first couple of episodes. Please subscribe to this podcast and leave a five-star review letting us know what you loved. And if something spoke to you, screenshot this episode and share it on the gram tagging at the Dreampreneur Podcast. That way we can see what speaks to you in order to serve this community and give back in the ways you need it most. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.